0: kind of a privilege this morning to come before the congregation to speak on this Sunday before Christmas and uh, to be able to to speak on the topic of uh, celebrating the birth of our Savior, amen. If you have your Bibles today, I want us to turn and not to some of the scriptures that are normally used during the Christmas season but to John chapter 3 verses 16 and 17. John chapter 3 verses 16 and 17. So thankful for the words of Pastor as he began to exhort this morning. I was a little afraid he was beginning to preach my message and that we could just dismiss as soon as songs were over. Thankfully, he left a little room here. John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Are you guys thankful? Are we thankful today for the opportunity for salvation that we have through the name of Jesus? Amen. Amen. Let's put our Bibles down, lift our hands one more time across this place and and ask God to move in amongst us today. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you, God, for what you've already done in this place and what you're continuing to do. We just ask, Lord, that you would move in here today, God, that you would help me, God, to speak the words that you've given me to speak and you would open our hearts to receive it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen. You can be seated. Thank you for standing for the reading of the word. I really do count it an honor and a privilege to be able to to speak on on this topic, on this and during this season, this time, as we celebrate the birth of our Savior, our Lord, the one who came to Earth, who was born of a virgin, who lived his life up until a point of death, and sacrificed his life for our sins. This is such an important time in history that we have this holiday Christmas to mark uh, the date that, that families come together and sometimes that's a joyous occasion sometimes the police gets called but families, families come together and we celebrate we create family and social customs and traditions that are centered around and, and focused upon this time that we call Christmas our General Superintendent Brother Bernard he shared a facebook video just this week and and if you if you're not connected to the united pentecostal church international through facebook uh, or or with brother bernard on facebook i, I would encourage you to go and, and to look up this video and it's about a 15 minute video but he he goes through and he explains some things uh, some thoughts that he has on christmas he shares some favorite christmas memories and uh, he, he explains some of his, some of their personal family traditions that they have uh, that they have built around this time called Christmas. He he explains uh, uh, Christmas where in Korea as he was as he was uh, uh, growing up and 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 seeing Christmas in a different culture in a different time. He gives some some of his stance on Christmas and and explains. Um, that some people go all out on Christmas, how how many of you feel like you go all out on Christmas, you decorate, you put the lights on the house, All right, we got a lot of dark houses around Lighthouse family here, there's, we we put lights on the house, we we put the tree up, we do the gifts, and and we decorate, and, and, and we really go all out for Christmas, but there's some who believe Christmas to be pagan, and and don't want to celebrate this this time of year, and and which is fine either way, whatever whatever you believe. But most importantly, most importantly, while we can't say exactly what day Jesus was born, we can't nail it down on the calendar. His life and his appearance on earth was so important, and and I think it was awesome. It, it, I, I think it's funny that sometimes things that we know and we understand. Whenever someone Difference says it, it just it hits you, and you're like, man, that, that's so true. That that Jesus coming to earth and and, and us, us celebrating this day, that his his arrival on the scene was so important and his life was so important that we literally measure time by the birth of Jesus in BC and AD. This is why we have chosen this day, December 25th. To mark and to celebrate Jesus' birth. That there must be a moment that we all come together and we decide that on this day, we're going to eat like we have never eaten before. We're going to open presents. We're going to be with family. It's going to be a joyous occasion. We're going to put lights on our house and, and we're going to put up this, this tree and, and, and we're going to have vibrant colors and all of these things are going to happen because we are celebrating this moment in time this this one night, this one moment whenever our Lord and our Savior was born as much as this day means for us as as Christians today as as much as as we create this holiday and and, and it's it's a meaningful moment in our life imagine what this day of Jesus' birth meant to those who were living in that day who heard the prophecies, who read it, who recited it, heard it each day in the temple, and they have been waiting for this moment when this child would arrive. All of the Old Testament, from the beginning of time, from the fall of man up until the moment that Jesus is born, all of the Old Testament, everything that happens from the day that Eve took the bite of the apple, handed it to Adam, and man first sinned. From that moment to this moment, all of earth was waiting for this day for the Savior to be born. In the religious world that Jesus was born into, there were reading times in the temple and, and there, where, where the Old Testament would be Read aloud, and scriptures would be memorized and recited, and it would even become family tradition and customs for them to take portions of the scripture in the Old Testament and to recite that and to be waiting for this moment. The people, along with Mary and Joseph, would have heard the prophetic words all of their life from Isaiah. Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel these were not just words that we we put up one time a year these were words that they would hear in the temple that they would recite that they would go through and they would know there is a day coming whenever a Messiah Emmanuel will come into the scene born of a virgin Mary and Joseph would hear things out of Isaiah 9 for unto us a child is born To us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of His government and of peace there shall be no end. They were looking forward to this day whenever they could finally see the birth of this child Jesus that would bring an end to the trials and bring a peace like no one has ever seen. Mighty God on earth with us, Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father and of peace there will be no end looking forward to this moment i can only imagine the emotions that must have that they must have felt the thoughts that must have went through their mind why they were somewhat afraid nervous and and just name the emotion i'm sure they went through the whole spectrum of emotions as they shared in preparation for this moment whenever the angel comes And prophesize, you know, the Savior of the world that you are waiting on, Emmanuel, God with us, will be born unto your household. Man, the the feeling that must have come over them, this child will be born unto your household. My brother right now is currently expecting a child. His wife is expecting... A child. He looks like he's expecting a child. (laughs) Runs in the family, but they, as a household, are expecting a child to come in February, and they have shared with us. Danielle and I do not have children, but but we're walking. He's the first sibling of our family to uh, to have a child, and and we we've been discussing with them their preparation, the things that they've been doing. And he shared with us all the things that they have been doing to prepare for the day of arrival of this child. The classes that they have taken, the showers that have been thrown, the books that they have read, the baby proofing that has already started and will be done in the near future to make sure that their home and their lives are prepared for this coming child. I can only imagine The added stress of knowing that the child that is coming is Jesus. God with us. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. Prophesied Savior of the world. Just put yourself in those shoes for a moment. That there is a child coming and it's not just going to be your offspring but it is going to be God with us. Your child will be the Savior of the world. Man, what that must have felt like for Mary and for Joseph. After all of the preparation, the expectation, going over the prophecies and understanding exactly what's happening, I'm, I'm sure that they went to the temple or they found a scroll and they begin to look through these prophecies and saying, okay, this is what we're about to deal with. This is what's about to happen. We've got to understand what's going on in our life. We've got to understand what's happening. And when it finally happens, the night shows up. Mary looks at Joseph and says, it's time. Whenever this moment takes place, Jesus is born. The child is alive. He is in a manger There's animals all around. (laughs) There's a bright star overhead. The wise men may or may not be there. We understand when we've seen the pictures of of the manger scene and, and all of the things that were happening that night. It finally happens. It's a culmination of events have taken place and Jesus is on the scene. This could be recognized as the moment that we experience on Christmas joy, peace, happiness, love. All of these things that we experience during Christmas, all of these things that we share during Christmas that we expect from others during Christmas I I believe that that is probably what Mary and Joseph began to feel as they looked at that child in this manger that, that they have been expecting and they have been nervous and they have been thinking about this moment that's coming but then all of a sudden he's here and they're looking at him and they're overcome with joy peace happiness with love Surely, there was excitement in the air and a fulfillment in their life that they had never felt before. It must have been a moment probably of relief. We did it. The angel said we were gonna have this child and man, we've been careful and here we are today, we did it. It's over, it's finished. The baby is born. Our job here is complete. We brought this child into the world. We sing this song, Mary, did you know? And I'm not going to sing it for all of your benefit. And we see memes even about it that says, of course she knew. Do you not read the scripture? And we know that Mary understood the child that she was raising The child that was born to her, the angel spoke it to her. She had heard the prophecy. She knew what was happening in her life. So I don't wonder if Mary knew, but I wonder how long it was before it hit her. That how long it was before she understood that this is only the beginning. That this moment that we have been waiting for This moment that we have been expecting, whenever Jesus arrives on scene, that it is not finished, that it is not over at this point, but it's just the beginning. She understands I have to make this boy live, I have to make sure that he makes it to the age of ministry. There is something bigger than me that is going on here. There's something bigger than our household that is happening here. My 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 road, my journey with Jesus is just now really beginning. That just as prophecies were fulfilled during the pregnancy and birth of Jesus, that there were so there was so much more to come that Mary and Joseph could expect the entire prophetic work as it relates to the life of Jesus would be fulfilled that his way would be prepared and his temptation would take place and his betrayal would happen and the details the gory details of his death that were prophesied but also his resurrection that there was a road that began that day on December 25th if you will where Jesus was born but it was not the end but it was just the beginning the beginning of something that was going to take place a life that was going to change all lives forever she had access Mary had access to understand that I may have completed the birthing process to bring this precious life into the world but this is just the beginning. This moment in time was the beginning of the greatest love story that was ever created, justifying how great of a holiday this has become. But needing to understand there would be many things to come. Miracles would be performed. There would be prayer and fasting that Jesus would have to go through, rejoicing And times of hiding, there would be ups and there would be downs. And while his birth was the beginning, there would be a crucifixion where he would declare, It is finished. That there was a day where the road began, and a moment on a cross where it was finished. Ultimately, ultimately, Jesus' birth started a road to the redemption. 1 John 4, 9-10 through 10 says, In this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world, so that we might live through Him in this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Galatians chapter 4 says but when the fullness of time had come God sent forth his son born of a woman born under the law to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. You see, when Jesus confronted Nicodemus, whenever he he was confronted by Nicodemus, Jesus used this word, this phrasing of birth, not, not just to understand how he came into the world, but how we come in to who he is as well. He says, you must be born again. Our new birth is part of prophecy fulfillment. You see on the day of Pentecost whenever the Holy Ghost was first poured out Peter said as people were beginning to be baptized and receiving the Holy Ghost and they're speaking in tongues and people are wondering are they drunk and he says these people are not drunk as ye suppose but they are filled with the Holy Ghost. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. There was a prophetic word that was spoken many, many times ago that would say there is a day coming when the Spirit of God will fill all of man. And this is that. This is the prophetic new birth. This is the prophetic birth that is coming to all of mankind. Our Holy Ghost day of birth, the day that the Spirit of God fills our soul will come with joy and will come with peace and will come Come with happiness like the birth of Jesus did in that day. I'm here to tell you that on the day that I received the gift of the Holy Ghost, on my spiritual birthday, on the day that I was born again and I experienced new birth, there was a joy that came within me. There was a peace that came within me that this world could not give. And I would say that it was probably much like the peace and the joy and the happiness and the love that Mary and Joseph experienced as they looked down into that manger and they realized there is a child here but not just any child. This is the prophesied, prophetic Savior of the world, God with us. He is here with us today and we are joyous for it. That's what I felt the night that I received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Can anybody attest with me right now that there's something whenever you receive the Spirit of God, it's a joy unspeakable and full of glory something that I can't explain something that I can't put into words something that I don't know how to tell you what it feels like but I know that the spirit of God is within me and it's something that I don't want to live without ever again I'm here to tell you today that if you have not received that joy, if you have not repented of your sins, turned away from wicked ways, if you have not been baptized in the name of Jesus and experienced the Holy Ghost infilling God within you, come on with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Today can be the day that you experience new birth. Right now can be the moment that you begin to live. Live a life like you've never lived before, where old things are all passed away. Oh, and behold, all things have become new. You can be placed on a new path, living a new life in Christ like you have never lived before. Today can be your day of salvation. Today you can experience that joy. Today you can experience that peace. Today you can start on a new path and a new road that you never thought was possible. Today can be your day of salvation. But today, today, my message to the church is just as Christ's birth was just the beginning, just as Christ's birth was just the start of something grand, something awesome, something incredible, a life that would lead to the atonement for all of mankind, we as a church, as a body, we as a movement, as a holiness, Holy Ghost field movement, we must understand that our new birth is not the finish line it is not the conclusion of a journey it is not the culmination or the peak of our life it is just the beginning I'm here to tell you that the night that you received the gift of the Holy Ghost the day that you spoke in tongues your spiritual birthday was the moment that you started life everything that happened before was wiped away and you were set on a new path and you were walking on a new way and God had his hand on you and walking with you and there was a brand new start to your life, we've got to understand that our new birth is the starting point, that for the work that he has called us to do and the commission that he has given us. You see, the Bible says that when we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, whenever we have that new birth, whenever we are born into him, that we will receive power not as a golden ticket to get into heaven, but we will receive power to be His witnesses. I'm here to tell Lighthouse Church that there is a work... That God has called us to do. There was a work that God had designed for Jesus to do, a path that was laid out for him that he had to walk, that he had to complete so that the greatest story ever told could be written. But I'm here to tell you today that there is a work that God has called each and every one of us to do as well. Come on, there is something that God has called us to do, a world that God has has called us to reach a city that God has told us has put us in to go and to reach a neighbor that God has put you beside a co-worker that God puts you with each and every day and we it's just the beginning of what God has for us to do the moment that you received the Holy Ghost was not was not the end of your travel what but was the beginning of The beginning of the path that God had set before you. It was just the beginning. Jesus coming to this earth was required to repair the severed relationship between man and God. For all of the great things God has for us, most importantly, it's the starting point for us to be in relationship with him to grow in his likeness to fulfill his plan in our life that just as the birth of Jesus was just the beginning of his story as we are born Into Christ. As we experience new birth and we are born again into His likeness, there is something that God has prepared for us that that, that we must be in relationship with Him to grow in His likeness, to be fulfilled in the plan that He has for our life. Jesus coming to this earth was required to repair, I say again, to repair. The severed relationship between man and God That at the fall of man The fall of man The first sin There was a division that was set between man and God And that he wanted to create a plan A way for us to be able to have untethered relationship with him Romans 5 19 through 21, for as by one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. So by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. Now the law came in to increase the trespass. But where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. So that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. John chapter 1, verses 10 through 13 says, He was in the world, and the world was made through Him, yet the world did not know Him. He came to His own, and His own people did not receive Him. But to all who did receive Him, who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. Who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. This day Christmas that we celebrate represents the day that Jesus made his entrance onto earth. He was beginning a road where his people would not receive him. And a promise that those who did, he gave the right to become children On this day that we celebrate as Christmas It's easy for us Just to tell the story Of Jesus' birth But it's so important for us to understand Who He was and what He was Doing on this earth That this day that we celebrate Christmas of Christ's birth Is not The peak of His life Being born Of a virgin In a stable Laying But it was the beginning of a road where while His people did not receive Him, He gave a promise that those who did would become children of God. As we are on this path, we've got to understand that there may be ups and downs, that there may be bumps along the way, that there may be trials and circumstances whenever we say we're Christian we're saying we're Christ like and he went through a lot of things that a lot of times we don't want to talk about or think about whenever we think of our own life there may be temptations and betrayals times of rejoicing and times of hiding sacrifices that have to be made but I'm here to tell you today that as long as we begin in a new birth and we are walking with Jesus that we have a promise that while the thief comes to steal, to kill and to destroy, Jesus said I came on this Christmas day, I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly, we can stand each and every day with that promise that as we are on this path that began at new birth that each and every day Christ is with us, he is walking with us, he is going with us, he is fighting with us and that we can have life and have it more abundantly It's important that we understand While the birth of Jesus was the fulfillment of prophecy The journey was not complete at birth And while the new birth is the fulfillment of prophecy in our life The journey is not complete at birth Just like the life of Christ our journey begins with the joyous birth and will end with the miraculous resurrection. We have a promise. We have a promise of what the end of the road looks like if we have gone through the birth and we're following down his path. John 14 says let your not let your heart let not your heart be troubled. You believed in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, and if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, ye may be also. That as we begin our journey with Christ, as we begin our journey in new birth, that there is a promise of what is to come. That the road may be hard at times. That the road may be difficult to walk. That there is something that we are looking forward towards. That we know God has prepared for us. It's a prevalent teaching in the New Testament. Waiting on God to return. This path that we are on. Which starts at our time of new birth. This morning if the musicians would come. The singers just bring the whole team up. I, I wanna I wanna share with you that what made what made the birth of Jesus so great. While we we go through all of this process of 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 decorating and 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 having special services and the Sunday school downstairs, they're doing parties and stuff today because we are celebrating. We are celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, Emmanuel God with us we are celebrating this day but what made the birth of Jesus so great beyond the fulfillment of prophecy that's incredible it's important it's important that we see that the the birth of Christ fulfilled the prophecy beyond the virgin birth which is just outside of our comprehension beyond the star and all of the obvious things the, the, the chorus of angels And the angels visiting those And all of the things that, that we understand Happened on the night that Jesus was born What made his birth so great Two things That make it something that we still celebrate today Was how his life ended And what he did in between those two points We have to understand that it's, like I said, it's incredible. All of the things that, that, that came up into the point where Jesus was born. But what makes his life memorable and something that we still celebrate today was how his life ended, what he did for us on that cross. And everything that he did in between those two points. That's what makes this day so, so, so incredible. And I'm here to tell you today in the same manner, what makes our new birth so amazing is how our journey ends and what we are doing in between those two places. Stand with me this morning. This morning we have an opportunity as we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior. We have an opportunity first to make sure that we have started the path that we have experienced this new birth in Christ that today I'm here to tell you that whenever the Holy Ghost fell on the day of Pentecost the people asked what must we do to be saved and Peter said repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost.